Friday, January 27th. I am Brandon Galisa right here on the West Coast, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. This is Success Never Sleeps, where we as a collective just try to figure out this thing called life, you know? There's so much going on in the world, and 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 as it happens, I think for me, the biggest thing is we celebrate my birthday. And you, you know what else it is today? Today is my anniversary. That's right. That's right. I'm, I was trying to figure it out. I'm 61. And so to remember when my anniversary is, I had to flip it. It's my 16th anniversary today. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Bob. And I'm going to bring some people on. Come say hi to me. Wish me happy birthday live. That is today's goal. So hopefully people will come aboard, share this. Let everyone know I'd love to get some love, get to see your face on camera. You know, I love so many people in this world, and that's just who I am. That's what I choose to be. Um, I, I used to live a life of being closed off. I lived a life of not being my truer self. And my truer self, I think any human being's real true self is to live from love. Hey, Ashton, what's up, Conrad? So, you know, in running my businesses, the success of what I do it's not always one plus one equals two, like a budget or a business plan. Often the success of what I experience is from a very deep rooted sense of love and being present. So as, as people do come aboard and say hi and we talk a little bit, I'm also going to share with you what, what I really understand, not at, at, at just at 61 years of life, but what I understand from my heart of heart. Hey, what's up from the chilly Rocky Mountains? Yes. Who is that? Is that James? Who's that from, from the Rocky Mountains? Ashton's here. Conrad's here. We're going to have a party, 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 party. But let's stop by thanking my sponsors. Um, how about lots of love going out to Market Muscles, Stephen Reinstein and the gang. My studio too, Lynette. Stay everybody over there. Kevin, I love you guys dearly. Kids Love Life Skills, Marco, Amy, Chris, Letitia, Ben, and of course, Elsie Accounting, my sister Letitia. Again, all people that I love all companies that that I believe are trying to do the right thing and do the good work, do the good work. And it may not look as glamorous as the people that got the latest Facebook ad and the slick marketing and all that, but I do know from a heart of heart that these people will always work to better our industry, will always work to serve you and, and impact that, right? What do I got coming up? Come join me April 23rd, my only East Coast visit. Again, I'd love to give you a hug, lots of love. I am the small business expert. I don't like that word expert, but I'm going to say it, especially when it comes to running a martial arts school. I understand it's not just marketing. It's not just curriculum design. It's not just staff training. It's not just being a storyteller. It's not just leadership skills. It's not just personal development. It's not just you know, coming with a great business plan and a budget and a strategy. It's all of it. It's all of it. So this very intimate event will be in Boston at Focus Martial Arts. Only 50 people. And we go deep. No glam and glitz in Vegas. No drinking. No watching shows. But what we do do is we go right to the heart and soul. We get back on the mat. Right. We do it in a school on a mat and there'll be business as well as as well as, you know, classroom training. But it's it's very, very intimate. And it's done that way by design. Why? I found success on a mat. I found confidence on a mat. I found discipline on the mat. I grew up on a mat. I will always be on the mat to some extent because it is my home. So in kinship with that, we created It's Time Live. 
and this will be the East Coast edition. We'll be in Boston on April 23rd. I look forward to seeing Bob out there. I encourage everybody to please, 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 please come join us. So there's a lot of people hanging out here, and, and, and we're going to get to all of you today, and I'm going to continue to share my thoughts. Marco will line some of you up in, in the back rooms there, and then he'll bring you on, and you know maybe some of you will surprise me. That's always a good day, right? You know, California, and, and people would ask me, you know, how are you guys doing out there, right? And you know it, we've had floods recently. Uh, by the grace of God, you know, we've had a little bit here, but in some of the more rural uh, towns and, and even cities in California, we're talking flooded. And, and, and now it's, it's great because our drought is almost over. But the thing with that is now we're dealing with the repercussions of the state of emergency. And you know what happened here on Monday over the weekend? We had three mass shootings, three mass shootings, one in LA where I believe 11 people were killed, one right here in my own backyard, literally. 30 minutes south of us in Half Moon Bay, seven people were shot and killed um, in, in a work environment related incident. And, and it is. And we had one in Oakland, right in Oakland, I think at a gas station. So when, when you look at that, people say, oh, well, F it. I'm going to throw my arms up. I'm done with this. You know, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. My mom used to say that. It's going to hell in a handbasket. And you never hear that old, old saying. And, um, when my wife asked me, you know, what is it that you want to do for your birthday? And it became very, very simple. There wasn't a lot of fanfare. There wasn't a lot of, I just said, all I want to do is, you know, have lunch with you. And I'm supposed to teach on Thursday. I just want to go teach. And what that really reminded me of with everything going on around us, as I shared the floods, the mass shootings, I wanted to anchor myself with people I love and care about. I wanted to anchor myself in doing what I'm here to do which is to help people live their best life. So I taught yesterday, all the way through from about 3.30 to 8.30. And every breath, every word, every move had so much purpose, had so much intent. I was celebrating the gift that I've been blessed with to wake up every day and not have to do a nine to five, to wake up every day and make myself, you know, my latte and kiss my kids and hang out, you know, and take them to school and just to, do that. I, I feel extremely, extremely blessed. And that's what it was about. And just like today, uh, for my anniversary, where I am here with you guys, I'm going to go out of town later today, but I want to be with you, right? Across the board, the whole world, between the war in Ukraine, between, you know, North Korea lobbing test missiles, between the tension with the China and the US, between the economy, right? Gas prices are starting to go back up. People are screaming recession if it's not already here. What do we anchor ourselves in? And I'm going to share my wisdom of 61 years. I'm going to anchor it in the people I love. Last night, I spoke to a client in England, and we had a very heartfelt for an hour. I started my day yesterday with one of my wisdom clients in Canada. And that is where I do my best work. This week, I did a self-defense workshop for 30 women, and I got a call to do another one. You know, I want to continue to impact at the highest level, but I can only do that living from love. Yes, money is a byproduct. Yes, I'm very aware of my profit and how much I don't make and how much were my expenditures. So that's, those are nuts and bolts, but they are not filled with emotion. Purpose comes from your heart. Purpose comes from a deep, deep sense of love. 
Cool. So I want you to keep that in mind today. I just want you to come aboard, share some love. You know, Marco, let's see how this goes, man. We got anybody hanging out that you're bringing on? You bring it on, Marco. Surprise me. Hmm. And I just threw Marco for a loop there, huh? Who do we got, Marco? I got Marco. So, um, you, got, you got me. So first of all, happy birthday. Thank you, sir. And Thank happy you. anniversary. Yes. Um, so I'm just waiting for people to send me PMs if they would like to come on the show. PM. I will send them the link. Okay. So give Marco yep. and take a look behind. I know that looks a little like one martial arts, but he just got his laminated bit. tops. Look at those laminated yes. tops, right? And, and and people love it. How's the school going, Marco? Uh, it's going gangbusters. We were, we're keeping busy. It's getting kind of hard to keep up, but we're, we're doing it. We've been inundated with, uh, people walking in because it is location. Yep. Um, birthday parties are off the chain. Yep. I just got four birthday party orders in the last week. And these are paid birthday parties, all paid birthday parties. Yeah. And what are you charging for birthday parties? We started 500 and go to six, depending on the party type that we offer. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I did a birthday party last Saturday and you know we're up to 750 and we're only doing two a month because the team and I just don't have the bandwidth right now and i was yep. sharing that with a client in last night in england that you know he asked me what do you feel because they're feeling it there in england too because the war is so close in europe and you know energy's really expensive and and all those things are going on that he said you know i'm going to give you some data since the pandemic we haven't done a single birthday party, a single buddy day, you know, none of those things. Parents night out, none of it. We'll do our first parents night on in three years on um, February 11th for Valentine's Day. I said, so it's new data. And that new data says what people really, really want from us. No, what they really, really want from us is amazing instruction and a great learning experience. So I believe if that's our number one focus for those of us that believe martial arts, um, is that tool plus the life skills and, and the culture and the purpose we create that we can do it without all the other stuff. Yeah, we scaled back. We, we scaled back on our number of power night outs. Yeah. Uh, Amy and I just did our year calendar last night. Wonderful. Worked through our entire year and, uh, you know, booked out the year where all the power night outs, all the things we're going to do. So now I can go into my studio and uh, open up all the birth date dates that people can order. Yeah. And that's exactly where we're at right now. But we, you know what our priority was? those black belt prep workshops, team yep. training, all that had priority. And wherever there's gaps, that's where we're putting birthday parties and things of that nature. Yep. Again, we have great data now, Marco, after the pandemic in the past year or so, that we don't need to do birthday parties to get new students. We don't need yep. to do parents' night out or buddy days. So we're not going to use parents' night or buddy days ever to recruit new students. We're going to use it singularly as a retention tool and event as a way of saying thank you and giving back to our existing members, right? Mm -hmm. We completely booked a parent's night out in a couple of days and you know, someone reached out, can I bring a friend? I said, absolutely. But we don't promote it that way at all, right? at all. But man, I'm really proud of you. You know, I know it was a huge thing to make this move. Um, I think we timed it really well. Marco wanted to get this location. He's in a couple of years back and I, and I really strongly suggested no. And it worked out. He got a better rent, a better price. And the timing, I think, is really good. Even with the recession, you know, looming, yeah. as, as they're saying, I believe potentially, if you position yourself as an investment, right, and people really, really see that value, they'll do everything they can to keep their kids in your school. 
But if you're always going to behave like an extracurricular activity and you're going to promote your school, you know, for me, I'm just not into the 1999 for three classes in uniform. It's never been my gig. I don't want to promote myself that way. I don't want to cheapen our product. Um, that you have a better chance of being a generational business that can endure a recession, endure a pandemic and all the rest, you know? Yeah. 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 I've learned that from a sales perspective when I was doing sales for 16 years and for the company that always had the products on sale. Mm -hmm. And then when they, for a week or two, when they wouldn't have a product on sale, nobody bought anything. Mm -hmm. People always expecting you to be on sale. And well, that was just the price. Yeah. It's like, that's local, just the price. it's a local furniture store. They're always have a white sale back, you know, Fourth of July sale, President's Day or the, sale. Or the, the five-year clearance sale because they're going out of business for five years. Yeah, they're always going out of business, right? Yeah. They always have a going out of business sign, but all of those are different sales tactics. Again, for yeah. me, you know, culturally, it's not the way we want to behave. And like they say, who cares? Just get them in the door. Yeah. You know? So awesome. Awesome, awesome. I love you, my brother. And, and, and I love I you too. You. I can't wait to get you out here. Yeah. I can't wait till April to have you out here for... Our grand opening, and then obviously for its time live Boston, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, everything's booked, flights booked, hotels booked. I'm rocked. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Cool. Yep. Anybody out there? We should have. We should have Jason coming on in a minute. Okay. I sent cool. him the link. Cool. So I'll wait. Uh, so I'll yeah, pop myself off, and once I get Jason in, no. I'll, I'll send. You know, I, I I had this conversation conversation with once, and we had the whole discussion about new students. You know, you hold up that sign. And it says, you know, my first day at so-and-so martial arts school. And I shared, I have extremely mixed emotions about that. And he said, why? I think it's cool. It's a great social media post. It shows people are enrolling. I said, I understand that yin. But for me, balance will always live from the yin and the yang. If I look at the yin and the yang of any situation, I'm going to make a better decision. I know in my own personal life, often based upon emotion, I might be very be very yin engaged. I've made decisions without ever considering the yang, right? And from doing that, I've made incredible mistakes, incredible mistakes. But here's a case in point. Hey, what's up, Master Nam? How are you, sir? What's happening? What's happening? Again, folks, this is my birthday show. I'm going to share with you what I've learned in 61 years and where I believe we are today as an industry. But if you want to come aboard, say hi, you know, right there. There he is. What's up, Jason? Hello, sir. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. Happy so much. birthday and happy anniversary. Thank you, sir. Thank you so, so much. How's everything going at Believe Martial Arts? We are doing excellent, sir. We're doing excellent. I, uh, we've uh, we've hit several milestones for us and, and we're growing right now. So mm -hmm. it's 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 excellent. Yeah. And Jason has really done the real work. I mean, he's painstakingly become a storyteller for his brand, Believe Martial Arts, Be Successful. You know, he moved to a new location. He remodeled the school. He even adopted a whole new curriculum. He took on my Kempo curriculum. And what I want to applaud him on, because he boldly went, in the words of Star Trek, where no one was willing to go before. I don't know very many people that are willing to change their name, change their curriculum, change their location, you know, rebrand everything. Everything, literally, he tore it down and built it back up. And what do you think, As you are you beginning to reap the benefits? Because I, I think it takes time. But do you believe you're starting to see that? Yes, absolutely. And, and it does take time. It does take time. You know, it's, it's not a, um, an instant gratification or instant fix to any of that. N none of those one things is what 
um, has allowed us to be successful. It's all of those things that's that's allowed us to do that, and we're starting to see that. Just you know, just like whatever you say, be a be a farmer. You know, that's that's the mentality that we go into it with, and yeah. um, we're starting yeah. to see that produce. Yeah, I, re- I was in an elevator with Lorenzo when I was in Las Vegas last year, and I was talking to Lorenzo about business, and this guy goes, "Are you a farmer?" And I looked at him. I said, "No, I'm not." He goes, "Well, I am." And you talk just like a farmer. And he shared he had 60% financial investment into his crops. And he still didn't have crops he could take to market. But he was totally calm. He says, that's the flow of a farmer. We have more money going in before we ever see it come back. But when it does come back, that's where we see the profit. You know, I think a walnut tree is like three to five years before you have a mature walnut tree that can bear nuts. But once it starts bearing nuts, you do very minimal you know, to take care of that walnut tree every year. And it does what it does, right? So yeah, you're right, sir. That whole farmer mentality, because my mindset is, I want to build you a generational business, a business that will be sustainable, growth oriented, stable through good times and bad decade after decade after decade. That's what I know, having these schools for 22 years, I own the DJ business for 15. You know, I understand what it takes to create that that type of business. But if, you know, the one-offs, that's never going to be me. And, and I'm glad that you see that instant gratification, that quick fix, 30 students in 30 day stuff is not sustainable. Even if they can do that, right? It's just not sustainable because marketing changes in one breath, right? What worked today doesn't work two weeks from now. That's why Facebook recommends run an ad for two weeks and then tweak it again and tweak it again. So when I look at that, it's very short term. And, and I, I personally try not to live in short term. I'm always looking at the long-term investment, like the stock market. It's a long-term investment. Cool, man. But I love you, sir. And, and I appreciate you. Um, are you coming out to the East Coast gig? Uh, I'm looking at my calendar. Um, uh, it's definitely start on my, on my calendar. Okay. Um, but I'm definitely going to be out, out in August. Now. Yeah, you guys, for those of you coming out to It's Time Live Balance, I'm going to put him on the spot. Jason will be testing for his black belt. Right. Hopefully my sister, hopefully my sister Letitia is ready, too. And um, they're coming out. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I love you, sir. And and I I love you, too, sir. Thank you. All righty. All righty. So, you know, I'm I'm very passionate about that. So going back to that story, he goes, well, you know, why wouldn't you want to take a picture of a kid on their first day and post it at social media? Right. New student holding up a sign my first day at one martial arts. I said, well, let's liken it to any relationship. Okay, and then I'm going to go to a second layer. Imagine if you're out on a first date with somebody and you say, hey, let's take a picture together. I want to post it at TikTok or Instagram. How do you think that would go over? I'm waiting. I'm right. See, if you look at it that way and I try to look at everything as a relationship, because for me, I, I want to invest in long-term relationships. And if I go about it that way, even if the relationship is one month long or three months long or one year long, the impression that you create because you're, you're in it, you know, as a deeper investment versus that superficial stuff, you know, it's simply you bypass that. And so we don't take pictures of students on the first day and we don't post it at social media with them holding a sign up right? That's important for me. They're not the tiger dancing on the ball, like in Siegfried and Roy. And plus, I'm a parent. I don't know you well enough yet. So for you to take the liberty, just because I signed this waiver, 
And I know in the moment, it's, it's, it's in the moment. So it's hard to say no for a parent. You know, it's hard to say no that, that you take this picture and they don't say anything and then they post it, then they go back and look at it. I don't believe it can be a great experience simply because I do not know you yet, right? It's just like asking me for a review after the trial class. I do not know you yet. So I think you're putting the cart before the horse, right? You're, you're, you're being presumptuous and that's not a great way to build a relationship. I know, right? So they're going, hmm, maybe I should rethink that. You should rethink that. Because somebody asked me, why don't I do that? Why don't I put pictures of my new students on their first date? It's for that reason alone. I would never be out on a date with somebody on the first date and go, hey, let's take a picture together so I can post it. On social media, it would never happen. And again, I believe that's one of the reasons why we're this strong generational business that, that, that does well day in and day out, year after year, through a pandemic, through a mortgage crisis, through dot-com, through 9-11. We are sustainable and even growth-oriented through some of those extremely challenging times. So, Marco, if anyone else is ready, you just bring them on whenever they're ready, okay? I'm cool with that. And so... You know, for me, the things that the things that 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 I teach and want to teach and continue to teach in all of the work that I do, it centers around that. It does. It just simply does. Hey, what's up, Marco? Uh, I think we have Swellsy. We should have a, Mo a Monique coming on and James cool. coming on. I wanted to break in real quick. I, I know it's kind of an off the wall show today, but I want to let everybody know we got a new and I want everybody to work on this. We love making our place smell nice, right? Mm -hmm. When people come into our school, it should smell not like feet. So we got a new uh, diffuser. It's waterless. You don't put water in it. Just goes, you plug it in and just big, there's a big tank to put the oil in and just constantly sprays out. It covers our entire 2,700 square feet. It's wow. all the way in the back. You can smell it from the front. And, and does that instantly. essential oils in it or? Mm -hmm. It's the same essential oils you've been using. You just put it in a, it's in a container and it goes right in. You can actually plug it into your ventilation system if you want to, or just run it without it. Yeah. I mean, we it's moved no water. Yeah. Letitia helped me find the water version. I want to get rid of the water one. So I definitely. I'll send you a link. I'll, I'll post it on the shop yeah. for everybody. It's a waterless. You don't have to clean a tank. Right. Well, I recognized that a long, long time ago that, you know, especially with a number one demographic, which is moms, they don't like stinky, smelly places. It's you really want to turn off a mom, have your your school smell like feet. Right. And so we were very mindful. And I was in Las Vegas at the Super Show and it smelled really good through this whole casino. And so we got we found out who it was and we had their um, air scent things, whatever. But a parent called me out. They said, is that toxic? Is it, you know, natural, blah, 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 blah. And when we did our research, we found out that machine smelled good, but it was not good for people to be breathing yep. on that stuff. So yep. the essential oils are, you know, the most um, safe, organic, for the lack of a better word, product out there. Now that we can do it without a water. Wow, that's yep. super, super cool. That's you want to get this? I'll show it to you later. It's, okay. what, the, it's what the Hilton hotels use. It's the scent that they use. Mm -hmm. I researched it. It's citrus, lemongrass, and jasmine. It's incredible. I'll send yeah, you that as well. Good. All things that I like. I mean, we've yep. used lemongrass separately. We've used this citrus separately, you know, but to have them all together, that's a unique combination. 
And and yeah. you got to know that. I mean, when you look at big companies like that, you wonder why would they go through the painstaking task of testing different combinations of smells because they want a very distinct smell. And when you walk into a Hilton and every one of these Hiltons smell the same, it's a good day. We've done that too. We've gone through all these different essential oils and we use pretty much the same thing now in both schools. Yep. But if we can even simplify that more, I'm all for it. Yep. I'm all uh, for I'll get everybody the link. I want to bring on Monique. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Miss Monique. Hi, how are you? I'm very well, ma'am. Thank you. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you so and much. And happy anniversary to you and Kim. I know. 16 years, right? I know. Years. Good job. Good job. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. Before I got married, I don't think I had a relationship longer than a year. Oh. And that's, I don't say that proudly. I just, that's... That's where I was in my developmental stage of yeah. intimacy <laughs> and committed relationships. But, you know, like they always say, don't wait for the right person to come along. Make yourself right. hundred percent. And that's the path I was on. So Kim's timing was really good. It was really, yeah. really good. So how's things going with Karate for Girls? Oh, everything's amazing. Got some good momentum for the year. Just, you know, planning out the year and making sure we do better than last year. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I know Miss Monique, we had the discussion that we're going to open a second location, and I wasn't discouraging it, but I was discouraging it, and, <laughs> and 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 I think the reason I have so much faith in my work is that I don't make choices from ego. I would never make a decision to say I'm right, you're wrong. That doesn't help anybody, nor does it. It doesn't help my team. It doesn't help my clients. And when I suggested it, I, I know you weren't in favor of it, what, what was the shift in your mindset to not open that second location right now? What was the, I moment? mean, I listen, you know, no, you <laughs> you listen. Know it's, it's always a process. So, you know, we, we do this all the time. Like the first initial, when we talk, I'm always like, all right, hold up. And then I just have to like process it in my mind. So it just takes, you know, a second for it to stick. Um, and I mean, I trust you. And, and of course, you know, I value what you say, but it, it, there is a process like I just have to, in my own way, figure it out. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, I posted that the other day. I'm not here. You know, I'm here to teach people to think, not to think like me, you know, but I share from owning businesses for 35 years longer than that, is that you should always look at, you know, I don't like the word best case scenario, worst case scenario. I always like to use the yin yang because yin yang creates a state of balance. And from a place of balance, I will always make better decisions. I will always take the right actions and make better choices. Right. So that's why I can't just go down the yin road. I can't just go down the yang road. I must go down both roads equally and delve into them before I make a decision. And I think that's what you did. You go, yeah, I listen, but then I have to run it through my own processing. You know, you're a unique individual. So you, you have a way of processing things. And I've learned that. <laughs> I've learned that. And that's okay. But see, when the day's done, when you finally make a decision, it's one you have conviction behind. It's one you'll stand behind and you'll see through. And I think that's the thing. Don't you agree that sometimes we make decisions that aren't very well thought out? So we're wishy-washy and we jump ship on them way too early. We don't see them through or even worse. We implement it and don't put their effort into it. It truly deserves because yeah. 
at, at a real heart level, we didn't run it through the ringer. We didn't th run it through the yin and yang. We made that emotional decision and then we run with it and we go, I'm not sure about this. And, you know, it's like any relationship, you're all excited in the beginning. Oh, they're so wonderful and things are great. And then, you know, you got to pull back the brakes a little bit, right? And slow down. I think it's the same thing in our businesses, you know, making those types of decisions. So you decided not to open the second location. What's your game plan then for 2020? So we've had some interest um, in, in our area, just about doing like some self-defense stuff and not necessarily like a school, but there has been some interest in doing classes, but the main focus is just to make sure that the first location is better and, and just put the energy there. So, yeah. And, and I would recommend that, you know, I'm not a naysayer, but I truly believe this recession will hit us hard in June. Everybody yeah. from Elon Musk to, you know, major financial people and the financial gurus don't always get it right. But you look at gas, it's gone up 13%, starting to creep right back up. Here we come. And, and unfortunately, the war in Ukraine is not showing any end. Um, the supply chain is still slow coming out of China. So I truly believe what we've witnessed is even though consumer spending has gone way, way up, it's all credit card debt. Yeah. So now people are going after the holidays. Whoa, I spend way too much freaking money. And it's all credit card debt, which is great for the banks because mm -hmm. interest rates are so high. They're making all that money off your interest. Um, but now consumer spending is slowing down. Amazon's laying off people. You know, the tech industry tends to lead the way. And we know here I'm in Silicon Valley. So Apple has a hiring freeze, Meta laid off, Shopify, Amazon, Google, everybody's laying off. And if that's the case, it's going to trickle into every other industry. Ford just laid off several thousand in, in their Euro European plan. And I'm not a naysayer. It's just data. So it's data we should keep in mind. And I love the Jim Collins philosophy, Miss Monique, of going deeper instead of going bigger. And I think as you go deeper into your business, it will grow. It will grow. It will. It I will. agree. Yeah. And so dial in that self-defense workshop, you know, we always do those types of things as a community service uh, and we do them because we believe they're going to generate more leads. And much like when I changed my mindset about the birthday parties, stop using them for leads, create this amazing birthday experience. And now we charge $750 to do a birthday party. Just like the one hour self-defense workshop I did on the 24th, 30 women, $1,200 for one hour. That's good money, right? Yep. I have a school talk. Three different, you know, I'm doing kindergarten through second grade, third and fourth and fifth and sixth. Three different assemblies, 40 minutes, because I said it makes no sense to do one kindergarten through eighth grade. It's two different conversations. $1,500. You decide what you are worth. And I think that plagues our industry as a whole. We don't charge what we're worth because that's some deep rooted self. We have that sense of low self-worth. There must be something in there somewhere if you're not willing to charge what you believe you're worth. So in our price structure every year, we have a tuition increase now every year without it's our third year running now. We're going to raise it every year. So again, I think that's smart business. Doesn't your health insurance go up every year? Yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. Rent go up every year. Everything goes up every year, right? Yeah, we went into a restaurant yesterday, Kim and I, and they automatically put in 18% gratuity now. Automatically. You don't have a choice. And we're only two people. It's not, it's not a party of six. Two people. 
and it was right there. So again, you juristic that. You juristic. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right, Kim. I love you. I love you too. Have a good birthday. Thank you. I I, I, I love the braids there. That's oh, cool. <laughs> this is, I wasn't, I, it was funny. I didn't know that we could come on and I was like, oh my God, this is like the workout. This is in the office, like grinding it out. Look right here. Huh? <laughs> I wasn't supposed to be on the, on camera today, but for you, my friend. <laughs> All right. Thank I got to get back to work. Bye. <laughs> you know, and, and, Again, when I chose what I wanted to do for my birthday yesterday, I just want to be around people I love. You know, I don't need a bunch of hoopla and fanfare. And for me, that's that's a very wonderful, wonderful place to be when I was thinking, what is my birthday wish, right? And honestly, the only thing I could think of, and I posted it here at social media, that, you know, my only wish is for people to be healthy, happy, prosperous, right? And be very successful. And I wasn't even wishing it for myself. And then I realized as I was sitting with my wife yesterday, I said, you know, all I need in my life is to be in love with you and, and, and our kids. And from that, I serve the community better. I want to serve our team better. And the byproduct is we will make money. We will make money. And, and the epitome of that was during the pandemic. I went just at the beginning was in April of 2020. I came home one night. And I looked at my wife. You know, we nobody knew what the hell was going to happen. Right. April of 2020 was freaking like an open wound, fresh. And um, I looked at my wife. I said, babe, you know, worried about any of this? And she looked at me. She goes, you got this. I'm like, oh, great. And you, you know what? I, it didn't put fear in my heart. I did have it. And you saw that all through the pandemic, we did so many virtual webinars and generated so much revenue. And I shared so much information with people on how to do Zoom and, and all the different things. Marco was making video games. We're putting out ways to do belt stripes and da, 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 everything was digital. And we figured that out because that's what successful people do. Remember, it doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. And if you can have that mindset, then we will never be a victim because a victim mindset paralyzes you. As Conrad would say, analysis paralysis. I'm a victim. Poor me. Big brother sucks because of this, because of that. And that doesn't change your situation. So that mindset shift of, of really being in, a, in, in that position where you believe what's happening is happening for me. And whatever challenge that might be could be the shortest pathway to success. But make no mistake, there's nothing short. And that's why that farmer mentality that I live and die by is what helps me create this generational business that now decade after decade, I can say, with these martial arts schools have always been profitable. Always, always. And, and I, I, that's hard to say. So in the land of digital gurus that we see them come every week, there's somebody new and then they're gone, somebody new and then they're gone. I think the challenge with that <clears throat> is 99% of this cannot be proven. It's just hearsay. It really is just like, you know, last night I saw, cause you know, I'm not a huge fan of the chat GPT. It's not something that's heavily on my radar being a writer that's spent decades now honing his craft, learning his craft, becoming a writer. I'm not worried that this thing's going to take my job because my, my, my palette is so expansive. It's not even an issue. What I'm concerned with, with chat GPT is you will never learn how to express your brand from your unique 
service point. And the only way you're going to do that is by doing it. So I posted that. Imagine if J.K. Rawlings wrote Harry Potter with AI. And the response was, well, she would have had 30 books in a decade instead of only eight. I don't need 30 books of Harry Potter. I need those eight really good books that became movies in a billion dollar industry. And she wrote that with the heart and soul of someone sitting in a car homeless, escaping her situation of homelessness and getting lost in this magical world that she created, which has become Harry Potter. So, you know, I applaud Jason and, and, and people that are out there really learning what their message is and how to communicate it, because that's what separates you from all the noise. Working with one of my clients in wisdom, I said, let's look at your website. We looked at it, da-da-da-da-da. We saw three blogs on the bottom. I said, did you write those blogs? He said, no, I didn't. I said, oh, let's go look at what a so-called competitor, for the lack of a better word, down the road. He pulled his website up. He had the same three exact blogs. Now, on the surface, you may not think that's a big deal. But for anybody here who's a mom or consumer, how would you feel if you went to two different websites that you're considering to bring your kid to a martial arts class and both of them had the same exact blogs, put it in the comments, put it in the comments and, and tell me what you think about that. And then I shared, if you Google right now, anybody Google martial arts blog, take a look. And what do you find when you Google martial arts blog? And remember, I think Google set out a 50-something million. I, I don't know what this says up top under searches, but someone put in martial arts blog and tell me out of how many searches that is. I think it's like 50 million, something like that, folks. Take a look. Take a look at that and tell me what you see about, I don't know, a quarter way down that page after you get past the paid blogs. What do you see? And then I'm going to go deep on this and, and why I share this heartfelt um not protest, but advocate. I'm a huge advocate for um, you cultivating your story. What's up, James? It's all about you today, Professor. How's it going, sir? Hey, great. I just, uh, as uh, the last of the uh, wisdom sibling, the inaugural group, yes, sir. All my brothers and sisters, I wanted to come on and wish you a happy birthday. And Thank you. Hope that we get to celebrate so many more with you and wish you and Kim a happy anniversary. Yeah, the school looks good. Yeah, well, you know, we're trying. I'm getting ready to do some more cleaning and uh, yeah. reorganizing and decluttering. Yeah, so. decluttering is so powerful. You know, once we create space like that, I was it Maria Konga, that, that Japanese woman who comes into people's homes and declutter and, and, and does all that. You know, decluttering often gives me a lot of clarity. And as I'm going, because I like to do the decluttering. I'll sit in there cleaning things and moving them around. And it really expands my mind deeper into my culture and who I am and what it is I want to do. You know, I create equipment racks and they're like freaking 72 inches high. And the top rack is useless. So we cut them down to about five feet high and put two of them because people cross each other like this on the mat all the time to grab a pad. Now we have two of them in Millbrae and we'll mimic the same thing in San Francisco, which allows us to put an iPad on top and all these different things. But it's really about not necessarily going bigger, but going deeper. And I think decluttering is really powerful, really powerful. So what else is going on out there? Uh, we're freezing to death and getting snow every day, but <laughs> now, um, <coughs> excuse me. As uh, you know, me and you talked a few weeks ago, and you know, I just want to tell some people and share people because I don't think a lot of people know who you are, Professor, and what your heart is. 
you know, our wisdom program has been over for months and then you extended it to us for another six months for some more one on one. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just the other day, I, I had something that was running through my mind. And, you know, you spent over an hour on the phone with me just just talking like a friend. It was it was no longer a business relationship. It's a friendship and a kinship now. And, and I just want to let people know if they get the privilege or the opportunity to work with you, um, they better be planning on getting a whole lot more than just a consultant is going to come on, take you for, you know, 30, 40 grand and, you know, um, and then walk away and blame you for everything that didn't happen. You know, Professor, I, I have a feeling for life I'll be able to pick up phone and, and say, hey, I know we're celebrating your 91st birthday today, but, uh, you know, here's what I'm going through. And what do you think? And it doesn't just have to be about the school or karate. No, it, it can be about life. And I, I just want to thank you for the friendship as well as the mentorship, sir. I love you, too, sir. And I'm very grateful for that. We've been through hell and high water together. And, and sometimes, you know, I drag you kicking and screaming into into another pathway. And, and ultimately, we all figure it out. But. As I shared at the top of this, and I'm, I'm going to stand true to that, I think what we're building is relationships. And these one-offs just have never been anything that have inspired me. And, and you know, you know you can always count on me. I mean, that's just what I know, you know. And, and that's, I don't know if you can teach that to people. I don't know if we can write a system for that. But if we could, I mean, I believe our retention would be higher in our schools and we'd be willing to charge what we believe we're worth because we know. And how do you write that in a social media post? How do you write that in copy at website? What you're telling people right now, hey, you guys better be ready because Brandon will be your friend forever and you'll always be able to count on him. Someone who doesn't know me or doesn't experience that won't get that, you know? And I shared that story last Saturday. I did that birthday party and there was a young girl there and she was about two and a half feet tall. And these are all fifth graders. And she was mangled. I'm not sure what, what you know, special needs she had. And, and I included her in every game. On the fly, I was creating games for her to be involved. But I never neglected the birthday boy. He's one of our students. You know, I know him well. I know he likes dodgeball in this game and that game. So I was able to temper that and balance it. But at one point in this event, you know, this little girl comes up to me, James, and she's whispered in my ear, can I play this next game with, you know, so-and-so, which was the birthday boy. And it was battle where they had to stand up on these pads and hit each other with a bat. And she, no way. She's so, I took one of the pads off. She was on one of the pads. I'm bracing her back. I'm helping her hold the bat. You know, and Matthew was very kind to her. And the whole time this mom was videotaping, almost the whole party, because for an hour and a half, two hours, her child was right with everybody else. There was no special need. How do we write that in a system, sir? How do we do that? You know? got to hire people with a good heart, sir. Well, that's it. You know, and Elon Musk was talking about that. And somebody else was really talking. He says, I don't hire people based upon skill anymore. I hire them based upon they have to fit our culture. I can teach you how to teach a class. I can't teach you to care. I just can't. You ever, you ever see the movie The Hustler with Paul Newman in it? Yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah, remember when uh, the, the big time backer tells him, you're a loser because you got no character. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, you know, he's got more character in his little finger than anybody in the whole movie in their entire body. And, well, and I think that's what we got to go with is sometimes character comes from lessons. It does. It does. And I think the thing with that, that people get very disenchanted by all the salespeople and the digital marketers is that 
you know, they use binary numbers and algorithms and stats to measure how many leads you get and all the rest. So they look at us as starving artists and saying, oh, you guys can't make money. I'll show anybody my tax returns, how much money I made last year. You know, and I happily do that because I believe that old saying, do what you love, the money will come. It needs to be modified. Do what you love, but do it smart and do it right with an action plan and, you know, a clear brand and a purpose and staff training and curriculum and the whole nine yards. But if you really do what you love, it will stand out above all the noise that's out there, you know, on the Internet and social media and all the rest. So I want to thank you, my brother. I appreciate you. I appreciate you a lot. Thank you. Hey, you know, just for a topic, uh, Professor, how do we uh, go and get paid instead of doing all the free school talks and the gym teacher for a day? I mean, well, I love talking to the kids, but if I can get paid $1,500, that sure make Mrs. Walker a lot happier. Well, right. And you know where that came from? They reach out to me because I'm doing the good work, you know, and they had came to me. The red is the real estate divas, and it's a nonprofit group of all these very well-to-do commercial real estate women. And they, you know, said, can you come down in your price? And I said, no, but I could send you somebody for $800. And they go, they came back to me and said, no, we want you. And so I, I felt very good about that because I, I held on to my price versus that little boy who used to get beat up by his dad going, you're no good. You're no good. See, nobody wants to pay you $1,200 for an hour. See, I told you I held my, I held and I felt very good about that. And then after I did that, I just got an email yesterday. Some other group wants me to do one in Oakland and I will charge them top dollar too. And so what happened, this is a private school, not too far from the Millbury location, James. And they reached out and they said, you know, we want you to come in for a school talk. I said, well, I won't do one kindergarten through eighth grade. It's a waste of time. They're two different bullying topics. We need to break them into three groups, 40 minutes. And they go, well, what would you charge for that? I said, well, you know, honestly, we do community stuff for free. She goes, no, I would never do that to you. You should be paid for what you do. I know who you are. I said, great, $1,500. She said, okay. But at first, you know, I was going to, oh, going to generate leads, community service. But I believe what comes with that, James, is you really need to dial it in. You have to have something scripted, well thought out that you can present to them so they can take it to a committee and make the decision if they want to spend that money on you or not. And that's, that's what I really think it is. My self-defense workshop is really dialed in. Uh, what I presented to the schools is really dialed in. And it's crafted well. It's thought out well. And so when they see that, I think that's important versus, yeah, I'll come in and do it for free. Well, there's a whole line of school, martial arts school owners out there going, I'll come in and do it for free. Does it make them qualified to teach self-defense? I don't know. Does it make them qualified to teach bully workshops? I don't know. And I think that's really the big thing. And again, like anything, James, understanding your demographic, understanding who they are, but also understanding your own self-worth. That's the yin and yang, right? So I'm happy to do that. And, you know, honestly, I probably won't do... Just like the martial arts industry, I won't go speak for free anymore. It will not happen ever again, ever again. And I made that decision several years ago and I get paid for what I do. And if they don't want to pay me because there's a line long of egos going, yeah, I want to speak at your event. I'll happily speak at your event for free. You know, go do it. Go do it. I refuse to do that. And I think that's you really determining yourself worse, James, and then packaging it in such a way that you can present it to these schools. And the springboard, like I'm speaking at San Francisco City College for a two-hour workshop on entrepreneurship. So it's blossoming into these other things. You know, and when she introduced me the other day, I, I, I realized my resume is starting to get thick. He's a menace. You know, he's 
respected meta, TED Talk speaker, all these things top Fortune 500 companies look for. But I've had to work to get those gigs. I have to build this resume. So it's not an overnight thing, James, just like your business. But if it's a road you want to hoe, you can do it. You can do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I love you, my brother. And, love and, and you too, you. Professor. You have a happy birthday. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And and I think for me, folks, you know, that's that's really the wisdom of my life at this point. It's not that I'm better than anybody else. Quite the opposite. Quite the opposite. I mean, the deep sense of responsibility and accountability that comes with who I am and what I offer to my community is a higher level of accountability and ownership. And if you're willing to do that and, and hold to that, then I believe the potential for you charging what you're worth and not only charging it, but getting it, right? Getting it is something that goes way beyond ego, ways, goes way beyond inflation, goes way beyond a cost of living increase. It goes from we're really making these investments. And the position, like when we raise tuition every year in January, from September through December, we go through you know, we, we no longer say words like memberships. We use tuition investment. And then we paint pictures in social media. Here's the kid as a white belt. Here they are as a black belt. Now they're at Boston University. The direct correlation of the impact our martial arts has had on them, right? That they were a white belt. They made it to black belt. Now they're at Cornell or Stanford. Those type of stories that you tell help people position and just language, power of suggestion, I would never use the word membership. Why? You think of a gym. When you think of tuition investment, what do you think of right away? Put it in the comments. Anybody? Put it in the comments. Yeah, that's a great one too. I love that comment. You can also become a paid field trip destinations for preschools or summer camps. Absolutely. That's, that's a great one. You know, the challenge for us is we are doing 10 weeks of summer camp. So we have to time it when all the kids are out at the park that they come in when the kids are at the park. Yeah, but it can be done. And it's definitely another revenue stream. But you need to mine that and hone your craft. It's not the same as teaching a martial arts class. You've got to really hone it and understand your audience. I did so much research on the real estate divas to give them a language, to give them a, a mindset that fits their, the space they negotiate every day as a realtor. One of the things I said, well, great, before you get ready to show this office space to somebody, you have that phone when they come in the door and say, hi, this is so-and-so. Uh, Mr. John Smith is here. I will be spending the next 30 minutes with Mr. Smith, showing him 1100 Strawberry Street, right? Mill Valley. So I'll be incognito or you won't be able to get a hold of me. Boom, that person's standing there. If there's some crazy rapist, they're not going to touch you. You, know, you told my location. You told me who I'm with. You told me how long I'll be, you know, blah, blah, blah. So something as basic as that, they were just like, wow. I never thought of that. That's amazing, right? We talked about backing into the parking spot so you can pull out quickly when you're in a garage, especially in San Francisco. They went, wow, I never thought of that. But see, I did my research. I did my homework and I applied growing up in the streets and I applied real world self-defense and I applied. So they don't hire me for one hour and pay me 1200 bucks. They're hiring me for all the research and all the life experience and all of that. And then when you charge, you should charge accordingly. 
We can say collectively we have 150 years of martial arts training and experience and instruction between me and my team. That's a lot of years. And if you put that front and center, you don't believe someone's going to pay you top dollar for that? I believe they will. All right. Do we have time for one more? Hey, my name, Tiffany Armstrong, um, has a whole business built around teaching self-defense to real estate professionals. Often, see, there you go. There you go. Tiffany Armstrong, I applaud you um, that your friend has done that. Yeah. And, and that's what I think when we create those additional you know, revenue streams like that, we need multiple revenue streams. So if the school is down because of a recession, you have this other revenue stream here that you're doing with the real estate, you know, women and things like that. Should you always try to stay in your wheelhouse? I think so. I think that's that's really important. I don't want to go from selling Tupperware to, you know, selling tires on the side to running a school. I mean, I, I, I want to do things really, really well. And that requires a focused investment into them. It just It just simply does. Cool. All right. So we only got a few more minutes. Um, again, I want to thank my sponsors who 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 have stuck by me. You know, we were we're having a discussion now of whether putting the show on hiatus or retooling the show. So if it's a show you want to see every week, put it in the comments, share it openly with people. Um, it's like anything. I mean, Seinfeld had its run. You know, I've been doing this show for seven, eight years, I believe, or closer to a decade. Do we retool it? Do we can it all together? Um, should we keep going as it is? I don't know some days. And that's why I think it's smart, like any business, to always reinvent yourself, pay attention to what you're doing. So that's on the table today. Um, but my sponsors have always stuck by me. They don't tell me what to say. They don't tell me what to do. And that trust actually makes me more responsible about what comes out of my mouth, makes me more responsible for what I post. There's that book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. I don't know if you've heard that book. And there's also a movie. And I started watching some of the movie too. And, you know, when he got in trouble in high school and he had to get picked up by his parents at the police station and he saw the hurt in their face, that he realized, wow, it's not just about me. And it's the same thing for me. Like James said, you know, anyone that I work with becomes my friends. I wouldn't work with you unless I believe there was a potential for a friendship. I can't serve you. And, and, and I know it might be too personal and it takes up a lot of my space emotionally and stuff, but it just helps me do better work. And, and in turn, I hope it makes you feel valued. And why? Thus, whether we have 10 people on the show or a million, I have done this show up to this point because if just one of you feel cared for today. One of you feel inspired to go out there and do the good work. One of you believe that you're worth it and you're going to create your version of success and be relentless in your pursuit of it until you achieve those goals. Then I've done my work. I've done my work. So I just want to say thank you to my sponsors again. We have who? Market Muscles, My Studio, Kids Love Life Skills, LC Accounting. You need to work with these four companies. Go to Market Muscles for your website, My Studio for your CRM system, Kids Love Life Skills for your life skills, and LC Accounting for your bookkeeping. Very broad range, but all four different services and partners and friends I believe you should be in business with to improve your business, uh, offer a better service to your clients. Cool. What do I got coming up? It's Timeline Boston, April 23rd. I'll be on the East Coast, my only East Coast visit Sunday. It'll be at Focus Martial Arts. All the information's at brandonbliso.com. I know Marco's going to put it there in the comments. Get signed up. 
you know, me coming on the East Coast is something I've wanted to do and start traveling again and coming to you because I know it's hard for the small school owner to afford a plane ticket and leave their school for three, four days and do all of that. So I hope my East Coast visit inspires you as I'm in your backyard to make the commitment now. You know, some of you have to fly in, drive in, book a hotel, get it done now. Don't procrastinate, make it happen now. And then, of course, in August, August 12th through 15th, we'll be right here. We're five minutes from SFO. We have It's Time Live Balance. It's a four-day retreat, 20 school owners for four days. And it's intense. But to me, I believe it's that higher learning and the to cultivate the proper learning environment to help you get unstuck, to help you perform optimally, to help you get past 100 students. It's that type of intensive learning. And that four-day event will definitely do that for you. I promise you, it's time-life balance is something you want to invest in, but you have to decide that you are worth that type of investment. You really, really are. And I encourage that greatly. Cool? All right. Thank you, Marco. Thank you, everybody who's here celebrating my birthday, my anniversary with me. Um, your well wishes, your love, your comments. I had so many comments at Facebook and I made a point to like every one of them. I looked at everybody's name one at a time. And I don't know, we're up to like 400 now, I believe, between all the different pages. And I read each one and I press like. So if you get that, that, that in your notifications, that is me. It's not a bot or anything else. I physically looked at everybody who wished me happy birthday. I looked at their name and, and guess what? If I didn't know who they were, I clicked on their profile just to put a face with the name. And that's who I am. And that's what we need to do in our schools to create a culture that's unlike anything else, a special environment that's unlike anything else, and really an environment that people will not only believe in, but they will pay you handsomely for. They will pay you for what you believe in. And that is why I do believe because I've finally earned that in my own personal heart, in my own personal mindset that I'm worth this much. And if you don't want to pay it, that's okay. I still love you and respect you, but this is what I believe I am worth. And that's where it begins and ends. You must decide what you are worth emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, and monetarily, all of them. And if it's a bunch of, you know, smoke and mirrors because you're not doing the real work and your decisions and choices are based upon ego, insecurity, and fear, people will see right through that. They really, really will. Cool? All right, so It's Time Live Boston, get signed up. It's Time Live Balance, get signed up. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Subscribe to this podcast, Success Never Sleeps and Mindful Meditation. Please follow me at Instagram. Join us at the Disruptor Group. But more importantly, if you believe in this work, share it with more and more people. I want the 90% of our industry, the hoi polloi, the common man, the single school owner with 100 students, I want you to start making the type of money you deserve instead of the 1% that makes 90% of the wealth. I'm not for it. I'm just simply not. We need to change that. I want to help you create that version of success, but you got to do the work and you got to make the changes. Cool. I'm Brandon Beliso. For everything else, go to brandonbeliso.com. This is Success Never Sleeps. I thank everybody. Until we talk again, please, you go out there, live your best life. Mm -hmm.